In this episode of the Encourage Aspire podcast, I'm joined by indie creative and rapper MJ. Uh, this was a fun episode. Um, again, I got connected with MJ through my friend over at B Squared. And we start the episode by talking about our roots, her being from originally from Redondo Beach, California, but raised in Pensacola, Florida, and me having Florida roots being raised in Orlando by way of New York City, Brooklyn, New York. Um, but she has been living in Houston for the past five years, but she really wants to make a move to L.A. eventually, so she is planning on another big move. Uh, you know, we talk about the fact that, you know, how she got her, her earliest memories of music was her mom making her take piano lessons at the age of eight and her singing of the church choir. In terms of music, um, hip-hop, Really was Cash Money and Juvenile with their song called Back That Ass Up. You know, an iconic record that a lot of us know. <laughs> she even talks about not really being able to, not allowed to listen to that song, but listen to it anyway. <laughs> she also shares that Lauryn Hill was one of her musical influences as well. And I shared that obviously the South is really, has really made their mark on hip hop in, and in the culture for sure. I asked MJ, you know, watch what made her want to pursue me professionally. And she said it was something she wanted to do since she was in college. She said that she wasn't doing too well in school at the time and that, you know, she was failing at her major, but she really was into writing and poetry. And she knew that music was something she really wanted to do. Uh, she started writing rhymes. She would hang around her friends that were freestylers and things like that and she finally got the courage to really eventually get in the studio and start writing rhymes you know what i mean start recording herself behind the mic you know um and i always i share with her and for a lot of people that you know if, if you're really not prepared to do this properly it can really be a tough journey trying to pursue music professionally um I also asked MJ about her message and what she's really all about. And she shares that authenticity is something that she, and being different is something that she likes to make sure she does to st really stand out from the pack. She makes it a point to focus on her lyricism and her cadence and flow. Are we in the episode talking about, you know, what I like to call the three pillars of Fanny gave it with one of the three pillars which is authenticity. I share that if you want to be connecting to real people, being authentic is a must. Uh, MJ and I spoke talk about her where she began to release original music after college, which was a mixtape, and she tried to hand that production. So the, the experience was kind of rough, but she didn't give up. She actually took a break um, and really wanted to get herself right. And then uh, most recently within the past year, um, after taking some time off, started to release music more frequently, guys. So this has been a great episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Encourage Inspire podcast. 
and this is episode number 35, and I'm joined today by a new friend of mine that once again was connected to me through B-Squared, shout out to B-Squared, my friends over there. Uh, we got MJ on the line, she's a, she's a, she's a rapper, and uh, I'm excited to have a conversation with her. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm really, really good. I'm really good. So, so yeah, so we were just getting to get to know each other a little bit before we started, and that was fun, you know your story a little bit and mm-hmm. what you're all about. So so tell me, so where are, you, where are you from? Where are you originally from? Well, I was born in Redondo Beach, California, but I was primarily raised in Pensacola, Florida. I moved there when I was six. Oh, I've you, been in now from the past five years. Okay, you raised in Pensacola. I live in Orlando. Oh yeah, I've been there. I've been there numerous times. Yeah, so you live so Pensacola would be what's that considered? West Florida, North, um, Florida, North Florida, North Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's North Florida. That's North Florida because that's that's where the uni- yeah because that's the University of North where Univers- UNF University of North Florida is. Yeah, University of West Florida. Mm-hmm. 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 Cool, cool. So and then you, and you grew up there for the most most of your life, and then you've been in Houston. I've been to Houston. You know, it's a big city. Right. Yeah, it is. It's way bigger than where I'm from. It's been, yeah. you know, and it has a lot more opportunities here. Right. Right. What brought you? What brought you to Houston? You just wanted to change. Well, it was to pursue my music more. Um, I actually eventually want to be in Los Angeles. So I actually am planning on another big move soon. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got I got some friends out there. Mm-hmm. I got some friends out there in Houston as well as uh in LA, you know. Um, cool. So so talk to me about like so what made where what's your what's your uh earliest memories of music like what did you get uh what got you excited about music early on um probably um taking piano lessons when i was like around um eight years old Uh, my mom making me take piano lessons and you know like everyone else and especially in in the black family having to sing in the church choir um (laughs) though i'm not i wouldn't call myself a vocalist but um, those are two, but in terms of like hip hop, I mean, I grew up basically like in the South, like Pensacola mm-hmm. is right by Mobile, Alabama. Right, like right, it's right. not that far from some of the, you know, some of the Southern places like Mobile, Alabama, Louisiana. So basically it's just like, you know, Southern rap, um, okay. outcast. You, the okay. main one was like cash money with juvenile, you know, back <laughs> that, you know, what up. And yeah, that age, not supposed to be listening to that song, but you do anyway, especially the music video. So those are some of like, but also too, it's like, you know, um, Lauren Hill was still, was like very big with like the miseducation at the time. So that was like another big thing that I remember that really got me into music and hip hop. Um, so, and those are like some of my influences as well. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, man. The South got some great, great talent, man. Shout out to Outkast, you know. Shout out to, you know, all of them, you know. Uh, Juvenile, like you said, T.I., you know. The South mm-hmm. is, with the South for a long time has really been um, showing that they belong. <laughs> and I agree. I mean, I mean, people, you know, it definitely made its mark, and I wouldn't even argue, like, change the game for – Till this day, 
pretty yeah. much changed yeah. the game and changed the sound. Right. So um, when did you know that this is something you wanted to pursue? Like, when, was, when did you know that? When did you know, like, I want to I want to pursue music, you know? I mean, I knew in college, like, I basically, like, made the decision in college. It was something that I had been thinking about. But in college, like, in the beginning, I was just going through a hard time. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. I was in a major that I had zero interest in and that I was failing at. And oh, yeah. I just, I had always been, like, into writing, into poetry mm-hmm. um, ever since I was very little. And it's like... And then also, and then the artists that were coming up at the time too, like Drake and Kendrick Lamar, and all those artists, and my my college friends, like they would, you know, do freestyles. Like my male college friends who was in fraternities, and I just decided to, you know, just follow my passion. I had been writing, um, you know, writing some things for a while, but just getting up the courage just to step in the booth and yeah. see what I can do and see how I sound. Yeah, you know, stepping in the booth is, you know, when you decide to take this career seriously, uh, it's a lot that comes with it. You know, it's a lot that comes with, it's more than talent. You know, it's a lot that comes with being able to, you know, uh, deal with the things that get thrown at you along the way. You know, mm-hmm. it's very much mental. You know, very much you gotta keep your mental strong. Gotta keep the right people around you because if you don't, the the pursuing this as a career will really uh, it'll 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 fuck with you. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It, trust me, it really will. You know, and so you gotta be you gotta be uh, be, be prepared, and you gotta be. Uh, ready, like I said, keeping the right people around you. So um, so you started getting into the booth. So you started, so you really started kind of pursuing this in college? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. And uh, what were some of you remember some of the first um, that you started, did you, did you start performing too while you was in college or you, in college is when you really started getting kind of just going into the booth. So what it's you like freestyling more. So I had, I wasn't performing yet. It took me a minute to actually get to the performance aspect. Um, I would just be freestyling. Like I was, I had changed my major. So I had classmates who had, um, I had classmates who had, um, who would like make beats um but they would also like do little freestyles like in their rooms like with like cheap mics and everything or on their phones and everything um but it was mainly more so getting into like recording and first mastering the art of recording and sounding like good and clean on a record yep that's important i was gonna ask about that like how you know the, your your you know it's a craft you know even though I always say in this generation I don't really use the word recording artist because it's an older term uh, I use the content I use the word content creator you know mm-hmm. nowadays you're a content creator with a focus on music right but 
That being said, it is still a craft because you still want to make sure that you that you sound like quality, that your music is quality. You don't want to be able to play your songs and then you could tell like, oh man, he or she, they amateur compared to everybody else. Yeah. You want to be able to know that like when you when you put your song, in fact, that's a good way, that's a good way to kind of judge your 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 sound. Like if you put a playlist together and then put your song, like you take some of the hot songs, you know, and you put your song in the middle of that playlist. And there's can you tell that your song stand out good or bad? You know what I mean? That's, yeah, how, no. that's how you know, you know, that where you need to get better at, you know, you know. Great. So what do you like to, when you make songs, you know, what is some of the things, what do you feel like is your message? What do you feel like is, is what you like to portray in some of your songs, in, in your material? Yeah. I mean, my message, I pretty much, especially lately, I like to portray like an air of like authenticity mm-hmm. and also just doing something different and standing out, you know, standing out the grain yeah. from the grain, um, you know, doing something different. Um, I love to like focus on my lyricism, mm-hmm. though it's like I've had to develop my flow and being like more animated and more versatile in terms of like my actual voice as well because mm-hmm. it took me kind of a while to learn that part because you know when you become a rapper um the main thing or at least especially back in the day was about you know your words your lyrics is you know what you can spit right. but you know we're you know we're in a game in the industry right now where it's like there's a lot more to it than that yeah um and it's a lot more that comes than just you know on that aspect but when it comes to my music and like what I like to portray, um, I like to portray like a female rapper who's like doing something different, like approaching, um, you know, rapping about things that are, you know, rapping about a multitude of things that mean a lot to me personally and something that you can even relate to yourself, right. you know, whether it be heartache, whether it be, you know, social activism, um, whether it be a love song, you know, it's just it's it's I, like I said, especially lately, just like a level of authenticity. Yeah, no, that's important. You know, authenticity matters because, you know, I talk about when I work with my artists and the clients I work with, like authenticity is a, is is what I call a, a pillar of fan engagement. Right. So right. one of the pillars of fan engagement is authenticity. There's three pillars. There's authenticity. There's consistency and their sustainability right so authenticity is really really important because people can see through the if you're not authentic people can tell especially in hip-hop they can tell okay does does he or she really do that do they live that life like it's right are they they speaking from real life experiences so yeah authenticity is everything right definitely agreed yeah so you so when you started putting out music like so you start putting out music when 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 you start releasing songs? Um, I start like I would post freestyles on SoundCloud like around the same time I would start, um, like 2011. But I really began putting out like music in 2014. Um, I made an album that in hindsight sounds very incredibly rough. Because, like I said, I was trying my hand at producing as well. 
And I was really just like literally like kind of starting myself from scratch. Mm -hmm. Um, That's when and then I had when I graduated from college, um, I had to like find my footing. Like I had to move back in with my family. I didn't really I mean, I had like a minimum wage job paying seven twenty five an hour. And then I moved here and then I made a mixtape. Um, I made a mix, I made a mixtape and I recorded it at a studio that more so specialized in like working with rock music, like sound engineering and bands. So So it's like, that probably wasn't good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, I had like a singer had when one had wanted to work with me and wanted to help me like grow as an artist. And so I was, I had it's like I had stopped releasing to work on myself more as an artist, work on my craft, um, develop myself more. And then this past year, um, after going through some things personally, um, I got back into just basically recording, finishing what I had started um, in terms of like the EP and releasing like more music consistently. So that's been, I mean, I know you had asked in terms of like, when did you start? But that's kind of, that's really like been my journey. Yeah, man, look, everybody's journey is different. Everybody's Mm -hmm. journey is different. And I always tell people, you got to embrace the journey. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Nothing about this is cookie cutter. Like you can't just follow one straight line to success. Everybody's path is is different. Maybe similar experiences along the way, but it's always going to be different path is always going to be different and once you and then also too you always want to stay away from that state of comparison like when you start comparing yourself to other people you do drive yourself nuts doing that you know i always try to always tell artists i work with and i give advice to stop comparing yourself because your journey is your journey your journey alone you know right definitely agree and i had to really yeah i had to stop that too in terms of like comparing myself to other female rappers, comparing numbers. And sometimes I still catch myself doing that, but you really do have to embrace your own path. Right. Cause everyone's is different. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, for sure. So you started putting out the, what was your first original first official product you had released? So the very like first was like, it was like a very rough album called live through me. And I released that in 2014. And uh-huh. then, so that, I, you could say that's your very first original full project. Before that, I had just been putting out freestyles pretty mm-hmm. much on SoundCloud. Right. Okay. And how was that going? Were you getting some good, some good reactions from the freestyles? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny because people like, the very first one I did was off of like a classmate's beat. Um, I got some good reactions, but I also got some very good constructive criticism as well that I took with me. Um, but it's like people really don't realize as well, like I'm my harshest critic. So, um, I'm already kind of like 10 steps ahead in my mind in terms of the things that I need to improve on when it comes to like my music. But, um, it's funny because I had someone, it was like last year or sometime before that, 
who listened to like the very, very first freestyle that I had put up. And they're all like, wow, this was your very first. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was my very first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, having the courage, even like you said before, even do this should be commended mm-hmm. because it's hard. A lot of people don't have the courage to actually chase their own dreams and the things that make them happy. So I commend you for even doing that. Oh, know? thank you. It's definitely, it's not easy to do, you know. People that complain are the ones who who really never had the guts to actually put themselves in a vulnerable space and put their music out there for people to hear, you know. And so, yeah, should always be celebrated and recognized for that. Definitely. Definitely. So um it's a single. So I know you have so how many so how many you dropped the EP, you dropped the EP last year, right? Yes. And the name of that EP is I've been listening to it earlier, but um what was the name of that EP? The way things were. The way things were. Okay. And what inspired that? What was what was that EP about? I mean, it was inspired. It was inspired really like the crazy year that, you know, was 2020. Like that was the big inspiration for it. Um, It's like the pandemic had just started, um, you know, and like people were dying and tragedy. And so that was like the main inspiration for it. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And then, um, and then you've been releasing music from that now the music video you have out now mm-hmm. for the song let's see here it's for not girl summer not, not girl summer tell me about that song so that song was like inspired by like this past summer um i had been into like a car accident i didn't get seriously hurt but my car had to get towed and i used my car for like a lot of things so it was like during the whole process, like I was at home, I was depressed. I had gotten back this year after the pandemic into like performing. Um, and I was just wondering just in terms of like, you know, where to go from here um, and, you know, like fighting with the insurance. And so I had, it was like, it was kind of a song that, I mean, because originally I was going to just write the song about the typical, like, being in L.A. But it's like I had a friend. They were just all like, you know, you should just write about, you know, how you feel. And so that's what I did. I wrote about how I felt. And it was kind of like even the title is like a play on words because it's like everyone. And it was also kind of like inspired as well, kind of like everyone thought this year was going to be hot girl summer because we were getting back out (laughs) after being in lockdown but it didn't exactly turn out that way for a lot of people in the summer didn't exactly give what it was supposed to have gave. So it was a bit, it was a little bit inspired by that too. Cool. Uh, For sure. You know, going back to EP, man, you have songs titled like no suicide pandemonium, Mm -hmm. Missy flow. So, I mean, you know, so yeah, I mean, Definitely, if you think about like you no know, suicide, like what was what was that what was that song about? Um, so that song was like more of like an upbeat song, like basically just like encouraging yourself 
to continue like fighting on in life despite um whatever you're going through despite whatever in your mental state because it's like I've grown to use my music as kind of like self-therapy so in terms of like just rapping about the things that are like in my mind a lot and then you know fighting against especially like those negative things that are in my mind a lot um and that song so that's basically in terms of like what the song is about and where the song really sprung from right no that's real man like you know just that song title alone is like oh crap no suicide like suicide is, <laughs> yeah. you know that's 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 nothing to play with you know yeah you know so you know, but again that's what art's about art's about you know talking about those experiences and those worldviews and and how those experiences shape your thinking and things of that nature so i totally feel you i totally feel you um and so what are you working on now um so currently my next song is going to be called dreams um it's going to be featured on the hook a singer by the name of brianna Marin. um it's coming out on october 30th and i actually just booked a video shoot for that as well for the beginning of november um because i want to start creating more visuals to my music Right. Um, so Dreams is coming out. I actually have like several songs in the work in the works. I've been pivoting more towards this year, like singles and creating yeah. more content based around those singles. That's that's smart. That's really smart. Dude. Like I said earlier, you know, you're a content creator. Mm-hmm. You know, return recording artists. It doesn't exist in today's generation because every song you do now, you have to have some kind of content strategy behind it. So there was a time where artists just had to worry about being artists. They didn't have to worry about making content, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, Whitney Houston, Patti LaBelle, they didn't worry about content. They just went ahead right. and, sang, and sang the record. <laughs> and, right. and, now, exactly. and nowadays you, you make a great project, but without the, the content strategy and the social media strategy, you know, at least to start out with, you know, uh, it becomes a lot more difficult, you know. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Cool. You know, mm-hmm. so I, like I said, I mean, I just want to continue to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. You know, like I said, I work with artists on the business side, so I know how difficult it is. I know how hard it is to 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 stay encouraged, and that's why I use my podcast to, to hopefully share knowledge to keep people. Who, are, who might be in a similar situation to you, what, you know, they're having to deal with, because it's tough being a DIY artist because everything mm-hmm. got to come from your pocket. Right. <laughs> and it mm-hmm. can get really, really, you know, it can get really, really expensive really, really fast. <laughs> so it's just about keeping your head up, like you said, doing things in stages so that you can get this, so you can get the certain thing you need to get done, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know. Agreed. Yeah, I want to thank you for being here today. You know, uh, where can the people find you on social media? Sure. So all my social media has the same handle, my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, people can follow me at MJM the Rapper. That's M-J-M-T-H-E-R-A-P-P-E-R, MJM the Rapper. Um, I also have a YouTube channel, so please subscribe. I post about it on the regular. Um, and Dreams will be out on October the 30th. 
for sure, guys. Like I said, you know, this has been a fun episode. I love to talk to new artists and new and give them a platform or on my platform. You know, even though it's a new platform, I still think people, every time I get a chance to let people tell their story, you know, I take that. I take that very serious, guys. So once again, this has been another episode, number 35 of the Encourage Inspire podcast. And this is your host, Jarrell Peart. Until next time, I'm out of here. Peace.